This is New England Patriots running back and three-time Super Bowl champion James White. You're listening to the two-minute drill. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Two Minute Drill Podcast. I'm joined by, by my buddies Kev and Dan. I am Adam. And today we're going to be breaking down the Patriots' 53-man roster, talking about some fantasy and looking ahead to the Week 1 matchups in the NFL. The season kicks off tomorrow. We're all hyped. You guys better be hyped, too. Let's get right into it, baby. Boys, how are we feeling about that 53-man roster? So any surprises? Any surprise cuts? Let me hear it. Well, I mean, I, gotta, I do got to start this off and say that, like, our Patriots nation was all behind Jeff Thomas, and he does not even he didn't even make the practice squad, dude. Like, what happened there? Yeah, he didn't even make a practice squad. Like him and uh, the linebacker from Arkansas, Gruda Harris, were the two heavy favorites to be making our roster as undrafted free agents. Scuda Harris didn't sign with our team or practice squad, but he went to Green Bay's practice squad. Jeff Thomas, as far as I know, just isn't playing football now mm-hmm. which is which is crazy to me just because um he's a guy that probably would have been drafted if he didn't have he gotten like arguments with his coach at miami and then kind of like quit the team basically if he didn't do that he probably would have gotten drafted and then obviously he had a really good camp with us i i don't know necessarily that he should have made the 53-man roster just because we took so few receivers but it's crazy that he's not on any roster in any capacity i absolutely agree we had a lot of high hopes for him around a month ago when we uh, heard that he's having a couple decent practices and stuff and with our receiving course being as bad as it is we thought he would have a shot but i really don't think it helped him a lot going to another team that's that uh well not going to another team but i don't think it really helped him his chances of going to another team the fact that belichick kind of kept him and stashed him away this entire uh this entire training camp Dude, the wide receiver group is so weird. Because, I mean, you start off, like, Muhammad Sanu grinding all offseason, dude, like, working out with Cam, like, doing all the right things, dude. Like, I thought Sanu was ready for a breakout. Turns out that he was slow and Cam gets cut. And then you're like, all right, like, that kind of opened a spot for Jeff Thomas. Or um, Devin Ross, too. That was another surprise one. Um, Dan was big on Devin Ross. But then it's like, yeah. dude, you hear Jacoby Myers is, like, sucking in camp. Like, he's hurt. So it's like, would they touch Jacoby Myers? They thought about it. They had to have. But then just like, they're just going with their straight five. It just, I don't know. It's going to be a weird, I'm kind of scared to see how that wide receiver group turns out. But what do you really think about the tight ends? I, like, do you guys think Keen or Asi um, is a better season? I, I think Asi is going to have a far better season. I think Keen isn't really going to do that much for us this year. And I don't think, I honestly don't think he'll really have to because Asiasi will play so well. Um, I don't think we should have kept Ryan Izzo on the roster. I think he's worse than both of those guys. Um, And I think that he's a guy that honestly maybe could have cleared waivers and gone on our practice squad. And then we could have used that spot for a Jeff Thomas or a Devin Ross or even Lamar Miller or somebody like that. Or, hell, dare I say a kicker. You know what I mean? <laughs> we still don't have a kicker. And the game we're, we're playing in, what, four days? And there's no kicker on our roster. So I think Izzo is a wasted roster spot as far as the tight end group. I think uh, Asi Asi will definitely have the better year in the passing game as he's more of a natural pass catcher and route runner. 
But I think Dalton Keene will have a low-key year as a run blocker slash fullback. You know, Sony missed that a lot last year with our offensive line beat up, James Devlin. We all know the story. So I think if he can get in there and be what he hope, what he we can hope him to be, then I think it can help Sony a lot and help our run game. But, boys, you see that uh, Edelman and Gunner are listed with some injuries on the injury report. So yeah. what happens there? Are we going to enter the season with three healthy wide receivers right now? So Gunner's been hurt. I think Gunner's fine though. I think they're just limiting him. Like I don't really think. I think they're just trying to like preserve his body in a way because he's going to be a punt returner, dude. And like the way like camp went, isn't he wide receiver too? Honestly, that's what some people were saying. Um, but I want to touch back in one second about the Dalton Keene and Asiasi. Do you guys see what number Dalton Keene got? Forty-six, no. right? Forty-four. Oof, that's not a not a tight end number. That's a sexy number. <laughs> dude, that, dude, that's like a lot of, like, that's like Keith Evans. Isn't Kyle no, Juszczyk 44-2? Maybe, or like 24. So he's going to have, like, I still think the Patriots are going to do RPO. And it's going to be, and oh, I apologize, but Kemba just choked. Yep. And I think a lot of people are going to be watching that. For any, yeah, for any Celtics fans out there. Yeah, but... Back. So, I mean, I don't know, boys, but I mean, Dan, what do you feel about the wide receiver group overall? Uh, yeah, we, we touched on that a little bit. I think we're really lucky to have gotten Devin Ross on the practice squad. I think he's a guy who's probably going to end up getting called up at some point this season. And if that doesn't happen, he's probably going to get signed off our practice squad. Um, I, that That's really the only positive that I can take away from it because just overall, we're going to have bad receivers this year. Then Sanu gets cut and I don't know whether it was justified because he was playing bad or not. We're definitely worse and have a lot less depth, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. It's, it's going to be kind of a tough year for Cam to start. If, uh, if Gunner can't continue to play the way he did, or maybe, I don't know, Demiri bird will step up or Nikhil Harry will finally realize his potential. Yeah, I agree. You know, we had, basically the same core wide receivers as we did last year and we had Tom Brady as their quarterback. If those guys can't get it together for Tom Brady, I don't know how Cam's going to come in here and elevate these guys to another level. I just feel like there's not a lot going for our receivers. You know, we have our 34-year-old Julian Edelman who's hanging by a string with every injury. You know, I know he's a really tough guy and he'll play through anything, but God forbid he's knocked out, then what do we do from there? You know, we have no yeah. leadership in that locker room. We have no go-to guy. So there's a lot of question marks, but I think – like Kevin said, an RPO kind of offense is definitely what's going to be coming because we cannot go five wide with least with the talent group we have out there right now. Well, I mean, think about it. Like you kind of touched on, you said that the receivers didn't like play good for Brady. Why? Like, how is Cam going to get him to? But the difference is that Cam can scramble and like create more time than Brady could, so it gives the receivers more time to freaking get open, and that's something that might benefit Harry and Myers just to have a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I think the Patriots were kind of okay with moving on from Tom. I think was just because the receivers. But I mean, overall, I mean, a good thing is that David Andrews is back also. That's a big plus. Um, let's get into our week one pick. Dan, Kansas City, nine and a half over Houston. Who are you going with? Uh, I got the Chiefs to cover. Uh, defending Super Bowl champs. They drop the banner and everything. They've got some fans in the stand, and then, I don't know, Houston, they just seem 
they just seem like they're going to have kind of an underwhelming season this year. I got the Chiefs to cover. I'm going to go with Dan. I'm taking the Chiefs as well with the nine and a half score. I um, I think it's going to be a lot closer game than people are going to think, but I think the Chiefs will run away and cover the spread by the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs too. Defending Super Bowl champions, Houston lost Hopkins. I don't know how Brandon Cooks is going to do. Going Chiefs all day. All right. Buffalo six and a half point favorites over the Jets. Dan, are you going with? I'm going to go Bills to cover that one. Jets just really didn't make any big like really didn't make any big moves this season. They kind of just traded Jamal Adams and they already weren't very good. While the Bills on the other end, they went out got Stephon Diggs. Uh, I got Buffalo to cover. I'm agreeing with Dan. Once again, I'm taking the Bills as well. I think they're going to pick up just where they left off last year and the Jets should be an easy opponent for them. So definitely taking Buffalo. Yeah, I'm going Buffalo, too, solely based on that. I don't really know how the Jets wide receivers are going to be this year. don't really trust Adam Gates. Going Buffalo. Hate that guy. Minnesota, favorite at three and a half over Green Bay. I, I had this as Minnesota all day, and then it got announced that Daniil Hunter isn't going to play, and they put him on IR. But the Vikings did trade for Yannick Ngakwe, which it seems like would kind of offset that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Minnesota just because on their offense, um, the Packers are relying on a lot of rookies making their debuts. AJ Dillon, um, I believe their starting tight end is a rookie that they drafted in the third round from Cincinnati, I think. And I don't know, you can't really bank on that in Week One, especially. Mm-hmm. See, I'm going to take the Green Bay Packers in this one. You said three and a half, correct, Kev? Yep. These games between these two teams are always dogfights and always come down to at least one possession game. And I think the Packers' run offense is going to be for, uh, too much for Minnesota to handle, especially with especially knowing that no one's really had any real tackling in such a long time. So I think the Packers will be able to squeeze one out. Even if they lose by three, it's still covered. So I'm going Green Bay. I'm going Green Bay, too. I mean, I don't really know where the A.J. Dillon talk really got put in there because they have Aaron Jones. So I don't really think A.J. Dillon would really be used as much as you think. No, I'm well, not really worried about the rookie tight end either. I'm worried about Aaron Rodgers. Has Jordan Love behind him? You know, that's a little thing that Rodgers probably has his motivation. Can't bet against that. Going Rodgers. What are you going to say, Dan, about that? I was just going to say, well, it's not so much A.J. Dillon. It's more so that they just have multiple guys on their offense. It's week one of their first season. They're probably not going to play that well. Whereas Minnesota, I don't know, I guess Justin Jefferson. But, yeah, I see I see your point. Yeah. Um, all right. Philadelphia's favorite at five and a half versus Washington. Oh, Philly all day. I can't believe they're only giving them five and a half. They're going to blow them out. The Redskins, I mean, you look at their offense, it's literally like Terry McLaurin and nobody else. They traded Trent Williams. They cut Adrian Peterson. Like, I don't know how they're going to, how they expect to move the ball against a defense with Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, and now Darius Slay. Eagles all day. Oh, this is an easy lock pick. I'm taking Philadelphia. Not a chance. Five and a half is way too low. Right, obviously, I'm going Philadelphia, too. I mean, I really wouldn't credit the Eagles' defense that much, but, like, just Washington's offense altogether. Yeah, I'm saying it's a combination but, of both. 
But here's a question, real quick. If Alex Smith was the starting mm-hmm. quarterback, would you take Washington or would you take no? Philly? No, I'd still take Philly. I'd go Washington. I would take Washington too. Really? Yeah. I, think, I think Philly's so overrated. I I just think Alex Smith, though, first game back, wouldn't look as good as you think he would. That's my take. It's just, I don't know. I just really would go Alex Smith. But we can jump in. I don't think he'd be much better than Haskins first game back. Um, All right, we got Baltimore favored by eight and a half over Cleveland. I'm going to take the Browns. Not to win, but just to lose by less than that. I think it's going to be a little closer than that. Cleveland made some good moves this offseason. Um, they signed Jack Conklin and drafted Jedrick Wills, which was huge because they had like no tackles. They signed Austin Hooper. Obviously, they still have Odell and Landry and Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Hopefully, Baker has a better year this year. Um, Miles Garrett coming back from that suspension. I think Cleveland's going to be a little better than people are giving them credit for this year. I'm going to go Cleveland too. These divisional games are always a dogfight, and uh, I think Cleveland's going to show up and put on a show. I don't, I'm not going to pick them to win like Dan said, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than people are going to think. I'm going Baltimore. I just I don't really know. I, you can never really believe in Cleveland. I know Cleveland beat them last year. I don't know, man. Lamar Jackson is something special. That Baltimore defense got a lot better. Patrick Green, Calais Campbell. I I know they got rid of Earl Thomas, but I don't know, man. I think that Baltimore team is something different. Go Baltimore. Next game is Indianapolis, seven and a half over Jacksonville. Uh, I got the Colts, and I think they're going to win by more than that. I think the Jaguars are going to be absolutely awful this year. I don't know if they'll win a game. They're just going full tank. They were already going to be bad. Then they cut Fournette and they trade Ngakwe, probably their two best players. Their offense is basically DJ Chark and nobody else. And I think the Colts are pretty solid teams. The Colts are probably going to blow them out. Definitely going Colts here, like Dan said. Jacksonville's in full-on take mode. I don't even think they want to win any games this year. So I think the Colts definitely take this one with ease. Yeah, I mean, it would be kind of funny if you think about it if Jacksonville didn't, like, compete in this game. I mean, I still believe this, but I don't think the Colts are going to be that good. I'm sorry, I don't believe in it, but I will take the Colts 7.5 over Jacksonville. Because Jacksonville, as you guys said, are rebuild. They're going for Trevor. I'm going to go Indianapolis. Las Vegas Raiders, 1.5 over Carolina. And I think this is, a, like, one of the best games this week. In my honest opinion, it's like an yeah, underrated a, game. This is an is underrated game. game. That's a good game because I was just thinking about it to myself with the Raiders' offense. I believe didn't Tyrell Williams get put on IR before this game or something yeah. like that, or he's at least going to miss this week. So you look at that. You've got Henry Ruggs, who I think will be good, but again, first ever NFL game uh, with no preseason. Josh Jacobs, I think, is solid, but. Can't really do everything himself. And then you got Derek Carr, who's just probably one of the more up-and-down players in the league. But the Raiders, they did add a lot to their defense this year. They got Corey Littleton. Um, they drafted Damon Arnett. I think, I think I'm think i going to go with the Raiders, but that's, that's definitely a tough one. 
Yeah, you guys are right. This is going to be a really good game, very underrated, but I think I'm going to go with Carolina this one. McCaffrey, and I'm really excited to see how uh, Teddy Bridgewater can uh, look with DJ Moore and all the other receivers in that team. So it should be an exciting offense to see now that they don't have Kyle Allen throwing the ball. So I'm going to go Carolina. I'm going Carolina too. I kind of want to, I'm really excited to see that offense with Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, dude's a proven quarterback. I mean, I think he kind of proved in New Orleans last year. I mean, he's worth a lot. So, I mean, that's definitely a good addition for them in that offense. Um, let's see. The next game we got is we got Detroit one and a half over Chicago. Hmm. I'm going to. I'm going to go Lions just because David Montgomery is going to be out. And apparently, um, I guess Mitch Trubisky won the starting job, which means Nick Foles <laughs> must be pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think Allen Robinson's good. But again, it's it's kind of similar to what I was saying with Jacksonville, where DJ Moore is a good receiver. He can't do it all himself, though. So I think with David Montgomery out, um, the Lions – they added – they should have a pretty good stable of backs this year. Carry on Johnson, DeAndre Swift, now Adrian Peterson. I like Kenny Galladay a lot. Matthew Stafford, like he's coming off that injury, but still definitely a solid quarterback. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Lions there. I'm going Detroit too. As Dan said, once Trubisky was named the starter, I kind of lost all hope I ever had in Chicago this year. But uh, if, if Foles was a starter, I think this spread would be a little bit different. I could see the – Bears actually being favored by a point or something if it was Foles, but it's not. But it's not, so I'm going Detroit. I don't think they would have been favored in the Foles was, and I think it would have been the same. I'm obviously going to Detroit because of Matt Stafford, only reason why. One of the best. <laughs> Did you say they were favored by one and a half, Kev? One and a half. One and a half. Easy bet, Detroit. That's a good game to bet the money line on. Yeah. Money line and the spread. Easy one. All right, Seattle one and a half over Atlanta. This is another underrated game. I think it's underrated, but I think you have to go Seattle. Um, I think they're a dark horse Super Bowl contender after getting Jamal Adams. I think Russell Wilson could finally win MVP this year. Um, DK Metcalf, if he if he takes a big leap forward in his second season, he could definitely be scary with Russell Wilson. Chris Carson solid, Tyler Lockett solid. Uh, definitely, am picking Seattle there. I'm going to go Seattle as well. I think this game has a lot of potential to break into a uh, uh, an absolute high scoring battle. I could easily see that, especially with Atlanta's offense, their high powered throwing offense. So I'm going to go Seattle, but I think it's going to be a dog fight from the start to the end. Yeah, I'm going uh, Seattle too. I really like. I mean, the Jamal Adams addition is so big. Dude. You're getting all pro safety. Pete Carroll's going to use him so well. Mm-hmm. I mean, Matt Ryan's going to compete. I think I like the Falcons a lot this year. I don't really know how Gurley's going to pan out for them. But overall, I mean, in this matchup week one, I'm going Seattle. Yeah. I agree. Miami is favored at 7.5 over New England. Are you serious? No. New England's favored I was going to say, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Hoyer's um, starting quarterback. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to go with the Patriots there. Miami, their offense was looking decent for this year because they had gotten Jordan Howard and Matt Breida. Devontae Parker still solid. But then they had a, bu- like a bunch of guys who were going to be pretty big contributors receiving opt-out. 
I think like Albert Wilson and I saw maybe like two other receivers. So that going up against now the Patriots secondary, uh, just a bad match for Miami. I'm going to take New England in, in hopes that Ryan Fitzpatrick has cooled off since his Week 17 performance against us last year. Hopefully he won't replicate that, but uh, I'm going to go New England here. Same goes for Devontae Parker. Oh, yeah. Those Miami Dolphins wide receivers are – I mean, they're not bad. I like Preston Williams. I think Preston Williams is a really good wide receiver. Uh, I like Mike Jacecki. Is that his, How do you say his last name? Gusecki. Yeah, Gusecki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have Matt Breida. They don't have a bad team, dude. Jordan Howard. Yep. It's really not that bad. But They're low-key. You know, every single time I bet against the Patriots, they always yeah. kill whoever it is. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to take New England. i got to trust Camp. I'm not going against them week one. So, Cincinnati is three and a half over the Chargers. That's a little surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to the Chargers there. I think Joe Burrow's going to be good, but first ever NFL game. If Herbert was starting, I'd go with the Bengals, but um, Tyrod Taylor, I don't think he'll necessarily be the better quarterback this year, but he's got obviously far more experience, and I think he'll be the better quarterback on Sunday. Wait, you said Cincinnati is favored by three and a half? Is that a typo? Is that a typo, man? I'm absolutely going Chargers here. I know it's Tyrod Taylor and Austin Eckler. I think they're going to be able to run through that Cincinnati team. And like you said, it's Joe Burrow's first game. There's a lot to be seen. But uh, it's kind of ridiculous that he's favored by three and a half against a pretty solid Chargers team when you look at it on paper. I'm going Cincinnati. I'm legit going Cincinnati. I don't really believe in Tyrod Taylor. I mean, when's the last time he's really played in the game? Yeah, but it's Joe Burrow's first ever game. When was the last time he played in an NFL game? I Never. Aaron Taylor hasn't played, really played at all. <laughs> Dude, I'm taking fucking Joe Burrow. That yeah, but he awesome. still had, like, I understand that Joe Herbert, Burrow, a lot of people isn't thought AJ, before. Isn't, isn't A.J. Green coming back? Yeah, but when was the last time he played in an NFL game? Two I bet Tyron Taylor was starting that week. But they have Tyler Boyd. They have Joe Mixon. Still, though, Burrow is first ever NFL game going up against Casey Hayward, Nick Bosa, Melvin Ingram, Derwin James out the season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I don't think the Chargers. If it wasn't Joe, if literally if this game was week three, I'm taking the Bengals. But first ever game for Joe Burrow. That's what I'm saying. I agree. Dude, I think like nowadays the rookie quarterbacks are doing well in their first game. I think that kind of changed. I think you're overthinking it. I'm going. I'm going Cincinnati. I think Joe Mixon's going to be a beast this year, especially right. if he's healthy. Okay, San Francisco is eight and a half point favorites over Arizona. I got Arizona. Not. I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled out a win, just because for the 49ers they're really banged up right now. Debo Samuel might play, but he's probably going to be out. Brandon Ayuk, their first round pick at receiver. Um, I think he's going to play. He has some sort of hamstring issue, but he's not going to be 100% if he is playing. Um, and then just that coupled with, I think the Cardinals are going to be a team that are going to surprise some people this year. I like Kyler Murray a lot. I like Isaiah Simmons a lot. And then how could you not like DeAndre Hopkins on that team? And Kevin mm-hmm. 
I'm going to go Arizona as well. Another divisional matchup here where two teams are going to beat the hell out of each other. I think Arizona is really underrated this year, and they could surprise a lot of people. A lot of people have high hopes for them, but uh, kind of being a little biased here, I got Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins on one of my fantasy teams, yeah. so I'm really rooting for those guys. I'm taking Arizona all the way. Of course, you would have bring up fantasy. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to Arizona. I had Arizona making the playoffs. I don't think either of you two did. I don't. So I need Arizona to so I think Arizona. I need. I think Arizona can win outright. Like not even. Yeah. Like, but I think, I think that I think Arizona, San Francisco got a lot worse in my opinion. Doesn't it kind of seem that way? I wouldn't say a lot worse, but I'd say. Worse, especially offensively, I'd say they've gotten a lot worse because you've got mm-hmm. Emmanuel Sanders gone, um, Matt Breida gone. Uh, it's they worked things out with Raheem Mostert, but he requested a trade that would have been really bad for them. And then you've got Debo Samuel, he broke his foot, he might be back this week, probably not, but he will be back like early in the season. And then Brandon Ayuk already playing banged up. I don't really like that for them. And didn't they? What did they do? And for the defense in the offseason, I know they traded a D tackle. Yeah, DeForest Buckner. Bunker, right? But yeah. they replaced him with. Uh, they drafted a D tackle in the first round with that pick, Javon. Yeah, I know, but still. That's, no, I, I mean, know that's it's going to be a downgrade probably for this year. But in the yeah. grand scheme of things, it was a really good move. Sherman gets, Buckner Sherman gets got a, a huge year older. Yeah, and I already he got. I don't know. I think he's really overrated personally, yeah, so, and I think it showed I know, I in the Super Arizona. Bowl. I think Arizona could win outright. Mm-hmm. Let's see. New Orleans four and a half over Tampa. I got the Saints. I got the Saints. Um, Fournette is going to make this Bucks team a lot better because that was my one knock on their offense is that their running game might be really rough. But this week, um, Arians, he said that Ronald Jones was going to be the starter. I don't think that's going to be all season, but this week Fournette's definitely going to have limited reps. He's just learning this offense now. Um, I don't think he's going to do much. And then Mike Evans might not even play. He's a game-time decision. If he does play, he's going to be banged up, going up against probably Marshawn Lattimore. Um, yeah, I, I got the Saints here. I'm going to go Tampa Bay. I can't go against my guy, Tommy. I'm very excited and very sad to see what this offense is going to do. But I do think you can go either way with this pick because, as you know, the North, the Saints are always up there in Super Bowl contention every single year. But this this actually entire division is going to be a dogfight all year. But I'm going to take Tampa Bay plus four and a half because taking Tom Brady and taking points, you can't go wrong with either of those two things. First, I love how Dan picks New Orleans but then gives the Buccaneers all the credit. Like, oh, they have Leonard Fournette. Well, I said they're going to be really good <laughs> later this year with back. him, but he's not going to do anything but this I'm week because he's not. No, Bruce he's Arians splitting. Legit. He's not the Bruce. starter this week, and he's just learning this offense. Dude, Bruce Arians legit is just telling people that. Do you Ronald think? Do you start. think Leonard Fournette you know will break a hundred yards this week? I think he'll get the majority of the. Do you think he'll break a hundred yards? I think he has like eighty. No. I think he's going to have – like, I'm not saying he's going to play bad. I'm just saying he – I don't be surprised if he doesn't get a ton of reps, not even just because mm-hmm. Bruce Arians legitimately do. believes that Ronald Jones is better, but just because and he's been on the team for not even a week. You're telling me that Mike Evans is going to miss week one with Tom Brady as he's a game time. It's not – he's, he's a no, game-time that's decision. Not really, that's not necessarily Mike, a good thing. Mike 
Mike Evans. No, Mike Evans will be in there. I'm taking Tampa. Okay. I'm telling you. I think I think Mike Evans will be fine. Did you guys see really quick about Tampa, about how all the people that worked out in the offseason with Brady used the TB12 method? And apparently they feel like amazing and all that. And none of them. I really? remember that was the first thing when they were all like working out in the parks and stuff. Everyone was like, "They're all there's gonna be like a huge coronavirus outbreak with the Bucks and it's gonna fuck up their season." Didn't happen. I, to my knowledge, nobody got it. No, they they did a really good job in the off season for that. Um, let's see, Dallas is two and a half over the Rams. Anyone wanna? This one's this one's tough because I like the Rams rookies a lot. Van Jefferson and Cam Akers. Both of them had like apparently super good training camps. Van Jefferson especially. I feel like he could be a dark horse for offensive rookie of the year. Um but I've been saying it kind of the whole podcast where just these rookies in their first game, you can't really bank on them. Like you can't be surprised they have a tough day and then also Jared Goff, I don't think, is a very good quarterback. Dude, you're so um, big going on that. Good Dallas thing. defense. <laughs> that. I'm sorry, but dude, a lot of rookies well, I, play I can't, so good that's in the, their I first can't, game in their first I year. Like, no, I like no, both the of them. I, I wanted to address. <laughs> dude, I wanted no to address that. I think Cam Akers and Van Jefferson are going to be really good. But then if now I said, because of that, the Rams are going to win. I've already said for like two games that because of people's All right, fucking buddy. rookie All right. debuts, they're gonna lose. Can't go against it now. All right. I got Dallas. <laughs> I think this is another one of those games, kind of similar to the the Raiders Carolina game, where it's gonna be a very underrated game that people should be looking forward to. Because I kind of like this matchup with Dallas and the Rams, but I'm gonna go Dallas. Mike McCarthy's first game as a head coach again with Dallas and that whole entire passing offense, and I'm really excited to see uh, what Zeke and Dak and Jerry Judy can do. Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, my God. Did I see <laughs> nope. Oh, my God, bro. He's on the Oh, bro. my God. Michael Gallup <laughs> is who you Oh, my for. God. It's no, fine. Kevin, who do you no, got? No, actually, we're good because it's not Michael Gallup he was looking for. C.D. Lamb, and that's CD. exactly who. No, he's... I was oh, looking I thought for he CD. said CD Lamb first. No. I thought he went CD Lamb. Amari that Cooper. is on me. I'm so sorry, but I'm still taking Dallas. Okay. <laughs> so now, the Dallas is who I was going to say. I'm so excited to see CD Lamb play because rookies can play in their first game, and I think CD Lamb's going to put up like 120 yards. Dude, like everything. That... I think CD Lamb's going to have a bad season. I think he's Nikhil Harry 2.0. Okay, so I think CD Lamb's going to go off on Sunday. <laughs> so that's going to be. I'm excited Again. to see CD Lamb do more now because of Dan Chase's take on him. Very disappointing. But there. I mean, the offense is going to be good overall. Cooper Gallup, Zeke. I mean, I don't know. And the offensive line is still steady. I'm going Dallas, obviously. We got the Monday night games now. Pittsburgh, three and a half over the Giants. That's a very easy pick. I'm surprised that Pittsburgh aren't favored more heavily. Um, ben Roethlisberger's back. They kept basically everyone on their defense. Um, I got the Steelers there. I'm going Steelers as well. Like Dan said, the return of Big Ben, he's here. Kind of excited <laughs> to see how he's going to be. And uh, I'm I'm hoping for a big another another little fantasy reference. I'm hoping for a big year to James Conner because I have him in like three leagues. So I'm excited to see what that offense is going to look like now that they actually have a real quarterback. 
dude, I think Big Ben stunk. That's why I thought it was so funny when I you're like, <laughs> like, dude hasn't been anywhere. They just gave him like a huge extension yeah, too, right? He hasn't right? been anywhere in a long time. And drafted no quarterback. When was the last time Big Ben could have taken Jalen? When was the last time Big Ben been in the Super Bowl? Like 2011. Was it 2011? So like nine years ago? Yeah, I think. It was the last time Aaron Rodgers was in the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, 2011. I think, I mean, I'm still going to go Pittsburgh, but I just thought it was funny. Adam was like, he's here. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. no, it's just that defense. I mean, Mika Fitzpatrick, that defense, TJ Watt, that's a, that's a nice team. Casey yeah, Hayward, I think yeah. Joe I'm Hayward. really not big on their offense. If you kind of think about it, it's kind of funny. Like, mm-hmm. you go from Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell to James Conner and Juju. And Juju and Conner yeah. both hid last year and they were injured. So, I mean, yeah, they both had bad years. James Washington's not bad, but I mean, overall, I think Pittsburgh. Deontay Johnson's Pittsburgh really good. Pittsburgh should be too. a wild card team, see how Ben does. But I'll go Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then this game is also really underrated game in my book. So, Vaughn Miller lists Denver Broncos one and a half over the Tennessee Titans. I got Tennessee there. I think Von Miller is going to be a huge loss for the Broncos this season. Um, I do like what the Broncos have done, though, in this offseason. They gave Drew Locke a lot of weapons. Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay, Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant, Jerry Are Judy, KJ Hamm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. They added a ton of pieces around Drew Locke. Uh, even without Von Miller, the defense is still good. I think Vic Fangio is a really good coach, but um, I think Tennessee is probably going to end up back in the playoffs again under Mike Vrabel. I don't know. Derrick Henry might just be unstoppable again this year. I'm going to go Denver with this pick. Dan, I agree that Von Miller is going to be a huge, huge loss for that team, but I'm really excited to see what. Uh, Drew Locke and that high-powered offense are going to be able to do. There's a lot of lot of people hyping up that team. I could see them not really living up to those expectations, but for week one, I think they'll be able to power through the Tennessee Titans, and I'm really excited to see Jerry Judy in that Denver <laughs> offense. <laughs> I really wish. I'm sorry, man. I wanted you to get a moment on that. <laughs> ah, it's all right, though. Um, I'm going to go Denver. I mean... It's like you guys, it's like what Adam touched on that offense and a lot of expectations. Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay, Jerry Judy. I like KJ Hamler too. Um, I think that's going to be, it's going to be a good team over there. Um, so we're still in. We're doing $20 each. I don't know how you boys want to go about it, but we'll figure out the details. Adam, you want to close this thing out? Yes, sir. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram at the two minute drill and Check in for next week's episode.